0: I hear so many nonprofit founders say, someday somebody's just going to donate us that land, or we're just waiting to get funded, or we're still praying for that good grant writer, or we trust that God is going to lead the right people to our mission. And those things are great things to hope and pray for and to have faith about. But you can do better, okay? If you've stepped out in faith to answer a calling by starting a nonprofit, then I imagine that you have found yourself praying for donations or putting something off while you wait for God to move. And today I'm gonna to invite you to step a little bit more fully into your calling by asking you to stop just praying for your vision, and I'm going to explore three mistakes nonprofit founders make and what they can do instead. Okay, let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 56 of For Purpose Live where I help you get clear, get focused, and be impactful by showing you how to step fully into the calling that you've been given without taking on that common narrative that nonprofits have to struggle. That's right, together we can get you in your sweet spot using your strengths and interests to serve this world and build a movement of support for your mission simply by living for purpose, on purpose. I'm your host, Rebecca Britt, and today we're talking about how you can really get God to show up to your mission. Now, before we get started, I have helped Hundreds of people with my four purpose method, which is my teach Amanda Fish approach to nonprofit leadership. And you can get immediate access to this five step method with a specific checklist, action items, so that you can better understand what you're trying to do, for who, how to measure it, how to communicate it, so that you can get funding and build a movement and ultimately be impactful, okay? Have that impact that you set out to have. You can get that four purpose method. Uh, for free now at forpurposelive.com slash method. Okay, let's break down some of these mistakes that nonprofit founders make and talk about what you can do differently, okay? So mistake number one is only praying for things to happen. Now, I know that you're like, Rebecca, I don't just sit here and pray. I'm doing a mazillion, ma- ma- gazillion, quadrillion things, and I'm not just like, oh God, I hope, okay, so, I get that you're not just praying, but I bet you that there are things that you are just praying for and that you're not actively engaged in. And that might be because you just don't know how to get there and it's just not fathomable to you. But if you believe it can happen, like if you truly believe that your vision can happen, then you do need to start investing your time and energy into creating those things. So I say this because I started my nonprofit, and there were things like um, getting a property. Like I was paying a lot in rent, so we wanted to get a property. And we would say, when somebody donates us the land, which was a really convenient excuse to not make a plan to figure out how we were getting the land. It allowed us to just go, God, whenever you want to get, it's God's plan, whenever you want to give us the land. Okay? And God's like, what, what I realized was God was not trying to just give me everything to support my mission. God was trying to shape and refine me so that I could attract and get land and get donations and get things so that I could sustain this mission without miracles. Okay. Cause you can sustain this mission. Now you could be like, I don't know how to do that. I don't, I don't know how to get a $2 million piece of property. I don't, I don't know and yes that's what you can pray about but I would much rather you pray for God refine me help me understand what I need to learn to attract manage uh, close a deal whatever so that you can show up rather than like good I guess I'll figure out what to do with a two million dollar property when it gets handed to me like You probably aren't ready for a $2 million property if you haven't done anything like figured out, you know, would you get a mortgage? How would, how would that close of that deal go down? Do you have an attorney that you would need for that deal? Are you slowly putting away 5% of your revenue? for this land fund so that when you go to pitch to donors hey will you please support this land fund you can say we've already raised fifty thousand dollars it's so important to us we just need you know more money or how do you think that we can uh spark a deal so that we can put our money that we've already put into it into this land and then you could match us or whatever but that way it's showing like no we understand we've prioritized it we've figured out some budgeting so that You know, by ourselves, this would take us a really long time to be able to get the down payment, take us five years, but you could speed that process up for us um, and start those conversations. But the more energy that you put into making your vision that God gave you a reality, the more you're showing up to the dance, right? We don't just lay there and pray for it. The second mistake that nonprofit founders make is that they feel like they need someone else with expertise, right? So they're like, I need to hire a grant writer. I need to hire somebody that would write up a fundraising proposal for this land that we want. I need to hire a strategic planner because you know I'm good at meeting with kids or I'm good at doing the direct service or I'm good at public speaking about the vision and the mission, But I'm not good at strategic planning. I'm not good at grant writing. And I just need people to come. So I'm gonna pray for a grant writer. I'm gonna, I am here to tell you, you don't need people with expertise. Yes, is it good to get, do you have to, like you don't have to do everything. It is good to get a team of people around you that have diverse viewpoints and diverse experience so that you can, you know, have a better bag of people and experience and Um, talents and skills and strengths to serve your mission. Yes, but if you're sitting there thinking like I will not have a strategic plan or I will not apply for for a grant until I get a grant writer and we don't have any money to hire those people so it's going to even be farther down the road but when God decides to give it to us, here I am telling you. You can write your strategic plan. You can write your grants not only that you're the best person to write your strategic plan and you're the best person to write your grants and i'm telling you this as somebody that was hired and is hired to do strategic planning and to write grants for nonprofits but the reason why i'm telling you this is i just sit there and pull all the information out of them god did not give me your vision so i need to listen to this a person that has been given an amazing calling and this beautiful vision from God, I just listen to them and then I write it out. And by the time that I've elicited all that amazing information from you, you could have written the strategic plan. Now, do you need the tools and do you need to know, understand exactly how you do that and what would you format it as? Sure. And that's why I give so many free, you know, proposal templates and strategic planning templates. And that's why I give you this, uh, for purpose method for free so that you can do this stuff. But I'm telling you, you don't need someone with expertise, nor do you need to pray for somebody with expertise, nor do you need to wait for somebody with expertise for God to give it to you. What you can do is say, Hey God, you gave me this vision. I am the best one to communicate it. Help me have the tools show up, but you know what? The best thing you can do today is open a Google Doc and start trying, just take your first stab at what you would do for a grant, what you would do for a strategic plan, because You have this unique idea. You understand the complexities of your problem. You understand the population you're trying to serve. You understand why anybody should care. And nobody, nobody will translate that like you. And if you trust God, then I would say, open up a Google doc and start writing and say, God, you know, whatever that vision is that you gave me, like, ensure that I put it on this piece of paper in the way that you planned, okay? But now you're showing up. You're stepping into your calling. You're stepping up into the leadership position. And I just truly believe that through personal experience, God does not call the qualified. He, qualified, he qualifies the called, okay? And in the beginning, I knew none of this stuff. I was like, strategic. what is a strategic plan? And an impact report, and program evaluation, and metrics, and grants? Ah! And now I write them like this because you know what I've learned? As I've tried to hire grant writers and through all the years of experience I have, nobody gets it like I do. Nobody understands the fire. It's like I have this direct vision and calling from God that's like, this is what we're doing. And I'm so sure of it. I'm like, nobody could break this vision, okay? And so to hand that to somebody else to try to articulate, it's, that's, no, like, I feel like God's saying, no, no, I gave it to you, you articulate it, you catch a fire and allow other people to catch that fire, okay? If you're gonna pray for something, pray for you to be able to articulate it in a way that will get people to understand it. Pray for you focusing on key activities that are going to push the mission forward. Focus on you being more of a strategic leader and leading this vision rather than delegating, okay? And that brings me into my third mistake, which is nonprofit founders stay in their comfort zone. We all do this, right? But we stay busy in our comfort zone, feeling like we do, 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 do so much stuff to push this mission forward. And I'm just stepping out in faith. We become a martyr because we do so much and we still can't get anything done. And I guess a grant writer's not going to show up. And I guess nobody is donating us that land. And we're in the same spot in five years because we prayed and we spent all of our time in our comfort zone, which was hard work but it's our comfort zone. We know the hard work, right? So whatever we do, whether it's direct service, whether it's dealing with volunteers, whether it's setting up adult volunteer software, whether it's managing trainings, whether it's building Canva graphics, like you do all of these like micro tasks, sending emails, whatever, and that's comfortable to you. Stepping out of that and being like, God, we need to lead this puppy, we need to, Bring in strategy we need to bring in money I need to be spending my time in grant writing I need to be spending my time in strategic planning and guess what it's not like oh grant writing I hate writing grants If you do it the way I teach you to do it, you should love it because you're getting to get in your zone and flow, free flow, all of that vision that he's given you onto paper. This is you writing down why this matters. Here's the problem. Here's the solution. This is why you should trust me because I have all this experience or this knowledge or whatever it is. I have this calling. I have this vision. I have literature to back up the methods I'm using, whatever it is. But you get to to explain why you. And the more you get to sit in why you and I believe I have this solution that's going to work and hey, I already have this solution that is working. You should love being able to share your vision. In fact, I have never, ever, ever sat down with a nonprofit founder and asked them about their vision and not felt the fire, not felt like oh, oh, this does need to be funded. And that's what you want. The reason why we stay in our comfort zones is because we have a lot of limiting beliefs about that grant. We have a lot of limiting beliefs about that strategic plan. And we think that we like need to use big words. And we think that we need to like not be ourselves. Like we need to be academic or we need to come off as smart or we need to, no, you need to come off as passionate. You do need to understand what the person reading it is going to like what, where they're coming from. So why would they fund it? Why should they care, okay? Because just because something matters to you doesn't mean it matters to somebody else. But what matters to you is exactly why people should care, right? Like I'm invested in foster care, okay? Like I believe every single person in the community is responsible for unwanted children, period. I shouldn't have to sell you on that, but I could all day long And even if you are a cold-hearted person that only cares about tax dollars, children in foster care are so much more likely to go into prison and go on state subsidies and be addicted and have all of these things that cost taxpayers money. So like, I can explain that to you. I can tell you exactly why you would care. And when I get to live in that place, then I'm leading this organization, okay? And so my thing isn't to say, Don't delegate. But I'm like, don't delegate the things that matter. Don't delegate grant writing. Don't delegate strategic planning. Don't delegate where this boat is leading. Do not delegate driving the ship, okay? No, like you can delegate Canva graphics. You manage it too. It's your brand, it matters. You can delegate direct service. You can delegate volunteer coordination. You can delegate a whole bunch of things that you're doing Do not let somebody else drive this ship, okay? Step up into that calling of being a leader. Nobody else has this fire and this vision like you do. And if God has given it to you, then he trusts that you will show up to it. He knows that you'll show up to it. He knows that you can, even when you feel like you can't. So that doesn't mean sitting back and praying for him to show up and give the donations and and to lead the organization, and find the people that will lead it. He found the person! It's you! He found you, okay? So you get to step up and do strategic planning. Oh my gosh, God, I don't know how to do this. That's okay. Start, you just have to start. Like you have to show up to the dance. It needs to be reciprocal, okay? You need to believe that you can do it. Okay, I can do this. I can certainly write this cool vision that you've given me out on a piece of paper. Okay. Now you're starting somewhere. Now you're strengthening your muscle of I'm a leader. I'm a strategic planner. I, you know, write the content for this thing. I set the vision. I do the strategic planning. Okay. All right. So you don't just pray for things to happen. Don't think that you need somebody else with more expertise to lead this organization. Yes, do you want somebody with better expertise expertise to do your accounting? Yes, and pay your accountant. Don't wait for them to be a volunteer because you know what, you get what you pay for. Money is just an energy exchange. So lead the organization in a way that you can get donations enough to have a good CPA. And by the way, don't have a lawyer either that volunteers their time. You want a lawyer that's getting paid because those are the good ones. I mean, hello. And does your mission deserve a paid attorney? Yes. Does your mission deserve a paid accountant? Yes, okay. But do not delegate somebody else with more expertise to run the vision that you've been given. That's you. There you go. And don't stay in that comfort zone. If you are doing non-mission critical things or you're know you not doing the things that you were given, like this vision, you're not spending a whole bunch of time on strategy and vision, but you're spending time doing the things that your nonprofit does that somebody else can do. I'm here to tell you, nobody else can lead this thing. Nobody else understands. I have a program, Stable Moments, that I have written a book on, that I do a certification program for. People go through this whole thing to understand every piece of my program and I still know that I am the best person to lead that program forward nobody else gets it as much as the person who built it that is you you are building it nobody else comes along and just drops major pieces of your vision and mission here and there no you show up fully in that way you're not relying on miracles Now, do we believe miracles can happen? Absolutely. But we don't want to rely on miracles. We want to rely on God to make us the person that can show up and make our nonprofit sustainable, a mission that will lead way beyond you and leave this legacy. Okay? And that only happens if it has all the good foundational stuff, the strategic planning, you've got the funding, you've got the systems, you've got the processes, everything is moving and grooving and going good and you let it there. Okay? It didn't just get a random million dollars that because you didn't have all this stuff, you didn't know your strategy, you didn't know how to write a grant, you didn't know how to secure your funding. You didn't have your systems and processes in place. You don't know how to demonstrate your impact, but hey, sweet, we got money because we had a miracle and I guess we'll wait for the next miracle after that. God thinks more of us. We can like do this. Okay. So stepping into your calling by starting a nonprofit was step one. It was a big one, big step of faith. Now you get to step into yourself as a leader step fully into that calling and say, where do my hands and feet go next? And how do you refine me to be good enough, smart enough, sit at the tables enough, like whatever, to be able to make this sustainable and get all the knowledge I need, all the tools, all the tricks, all the whatever, okay? And understand your limiting beliefs about that and see where you're not showing up as the leader and where you're kind of distracting yourself by staying in the uh, micro decisions of the day and the smaller tasks, but you're not trying to stay out, up into strategy. Okay, don't forget to grab your full For Purpose Method checklist at fourpurposelivecom slash method. I want you to type amen in the comments if any of this resonated with you Thank you so much for your service to this world. Until next time.